Hello and welcome back to the podcast. We're on to episode two now. And this episode is going to be all about my top five equipment recommendations for if you are building a home gym or if you're just wondering what pieces of equipment are the essential ones if you're looking to buy a few bits and bobs to get you through the uh, lockdown that we have in place for COVID-19. So going to crack into this in just a second Uh, but before I do I want to just give you guys an idea of why it would be worth looking to build a home gym in the long run obviously for situations like this where gyms are closed which you rightfully shouldn't expect to happen too often but there are going to be times when there is Maybe not a pandemic, but we did have a pretty bad storm a couple of years ago. Uh, Beast from the East, I believe it was called. And there could be things like that that will happen every now and then and force your gym to close. Um, If you're someone who's really serious about training and always wants to have the ability to train, regardless of what's happening in the outside world, a home gym is a cool thing to have. And if you're looking to save money on gym memberships in the long run, it's a great idea. The amount of money that you have to invest into a home gym looks expensive on the front end and it is quite a bit of money but if you're someone who's planning on having a gym membership for the long term you're going to save a lot of money over the course of just the first probably two or three years you'll have regained um, all of that money you would have spent on gym memberships depending on what kind of gym you go to, it could be sooner or later, but um, you just make that initial investment and then you have your own gym to work with. And if you heed my advice on buying good quality equipment, you should need to almost never replace any of this equipment that you're going to be getting. All right, now that aside, I'm going to go into the top five pieces of equipment that I recommend people to get, and this is in order of importance. So starting off with number one, I'm grouping barbell and plates together, okay? And you can assume that means collars as well for the bar. Um, this is far and away the most important thing that you can purchase for training at home. Um, one thing that I think think is going to be a positive of this whole lockdown situation is that people are going to realize the importance and versatility and um, just sheer genius of the invention of the barbell. The barbell allows us to load major strength training movements in a way that is stable, in a way that is measurable, and in a way that can be progressed pretty much indefinitely um, with the only limitation there being your own genetics and how hard you train and and nutrition recovery and all that good stuff. Um, But I think people are realizing that, you know, bodyweight training, it has its place, but there's only so far that you can go with it if your objective is to get strong. Um, You can build muscle with bodyweight training if you're willing to really flog yourself with horrible things like super high reps on um lower body especially um 
really short rest periods, all that kind of stuff. Um, that's not very fun. I know I certainly don't enjoy doing it. And if it's not necessary to do, and you can get just as good results or better by using a barbell, then use it. Um, and where strength is concerned, I think there's really no, there's no comparison. Um, getting strong with the basic barbell movements has been the standard for strong people from all sports and backgrounds for decades now. So what should you be looking for? The bar is going to be expensive. There's no way getting around that. Well, there is a way of getting around it, which is to buy a cheap, crappy barbell. But um, I think the old saying is buy it cheap, buy it twice or something like that. Um, basically, if you buy a shitty barbell, it is going to break and it could break in a way that is potentially quite dangerous. Like when you're in the middle of a squat set or something like that. Uh, might not happen immediately, it might happen a few years down the line, it all depends on how you take care of your bars, but the bar really is the thing that you need to be making the biggest investments in. Um, not least because you don't want it to break, but if you do invest in a good bar and you spend that sort of 250 up to just over 300 quid, which is really the bare minimum you're probably going to spend if you want to get a good quality bar that bar should last at least 10 years if you're treating it well a really good quality bar could last close to 20 years um it really just depends how you treat them what you're doing with them if you're doing stuff like olympic weightlifting where you're dropping snatches and cleaning jerks that impact on the iron is probably going to decrease the lifespan um, if you're not interested in doing the Olympic lifts um, or weightlifting and you're just looking to do basic strength training exercises that don't involve dropping the bar, then you should get even longer out of the bar. So don't skimp on this. I would say if you feel like it's outside your price range, just don't even bother buying the bar. Um, it's better to save up and get a good quality one than to skimp on the price and have it break or put you in a dangerous uh, position. Okay, and then paired with the barbell is the plates. Um, I lumped the two of them together because there's really no point in just having an empty bar. You need stuff to weight it up with and that's going to be your plates. Um, the plates don't have to be um, as good quality. Um, you can really get away with using some pretty crappy plates, again, as long as you're treating them fairly well. I wouldn't go really bad quality, but, um, you know, Irish lifting makes some plates that aren't state of the art, you know, they're not going to get used in the Olympics or at a national powerlifting meet or anything like that, but they're good enough. And if you aren't a hundred percent sure if this is something you're going to be doing for years to come, and you'd rather make a small investment in plates now than maybe upgrade further down the line when you get more into this stuff. Those plates could be a really good investment. Um, I am going to give you guys some ideas of where you can go to to buy different equipment at the end of this podcast. So I'm not going to get too into uh, different companies or anything like that. But um, just know with the plates, you don't need to go for the most expensive option um or even an expensive option at all you can uh, you can get away with using some pretty standard stuff 
so that's number one barbell and plates and i would also include clips slash collars to keep the weight secured as well and that's and they don't really cost very much at all that's number one the most important thing if the only money you have to spend is um just enough to cover those then i would just get those okay number two then is going to be a rack a rack for putting the bar in and the reason why you want to have a rack is because it then allows you to do squats now yes you could do squats where you clean it from the ground up to your shoulders and do a front squat or bring it behind your back and do a back squat realistically anybody who has been training for a while is going to very quickly reach the point where the amount that they can clean up to their shoulders is not going to be enough to tax their legs all right unless you're planning on becoming a really good olympic weightlifter um then that's just not going to be an efficient way of doing your squats and even those guys don't do it that way so you need a rack um again the rack does not have to be a really impressive piece of equipment it needs to be sturdy and safe but you can definitely get away with getting something that is a little bit more of a budgeted item um my personal preference is the portable racks you might have seen those before um if you're not sure what they look like just google them they're racks that are fairly lightweight you can drag them around pretty easily very easy to set up um and you can adjust the height of them um by pulling the pin out and then the uh the arm or whatever you would call it of the rack slides up and down and um you know with that you should be able to do squats it'll allow you to do military presses or overhead presses whatever you want to call them with the bar um and you can also do bench presses once you get a bench out of that rack as well so that's number two very important one because it opens up a few more exercises for you to do with the barbell um number three then is going to be gymnastics rings now this might be a little bit of a surprising one you know three four and five uh could really be interchanged depending on your preference or opinion personally i put the gymnastics rings as the next most important thing to have because of the versatility of them as a piece excuse me of equipment so yes we could do pull-ups off a straight bar there are um diy pull-up rigs that you can buy from shops uh, that mount onto your door frame they're not always the safest thing uh depending on how strong the door frame is um and the other issue with those is that they're great but they only allow you to do pull-ups um whereas with the rings which can be mounted to really anything that is somewhat sturdy. So a tree branch would work. Um, any kind of a pole or a bar that runs horizontally. Uh, there's loads of different ways you can set them up. You can find online. But those gymnastics rings are going to allow you to do pull-ups. They're going to allow you to do ring rows. Uh, you can also do dips off those as well. 
Um, and if you're looking for ways to make push-ups harder, if you put the rings quite low and put your feet up on a box, um, grab them and do push-ups with them, it makes push-ups a bit more harder as well. And there's a few other exercises that you can do with them, but they're a nice versatile piece of equipment. Again, they should last pretty much to infinity as long as you're not doing anything really stupid with them. Um, and it's a fairly low investment. I bought a pair on D8 Fitness the other day for somewhere in the region of 60 euro. Um, so again, assuming that those will last for pretty much as long as I need them, um, that's not a bad investment. Um, so that's number three. Number four then is going to be dumbbells and I put a little bit of an asterisk beside this because I think if you have the bar, then dumbbells aren't really important. I'd probably put them last on the list just because they're not offering anything significantly different from the bar. Um, and especially when you factor in the cost of dumbbells, um, the space they take up, it's just not a great investment if you already have the bar and you're looking to um get stuff that you absolutely need to fill out the rest of the budget so if you already have a bar and you're tight on cash i wouldn't worry too much about these if you aren't able to afford the bar right now then dumbbells are going to be your next port of call for allowing you to weight up exercises so the problem that is presented with dumbbells is that you need to have at least two different weights if you're going to get any kind of a proper program put together. So you need one weight that is going to be challenging for lower body exercises. So that's things like goblet squats, split squats, um, stiff legged deadlifts with a dumbbell. And then you need to have another weight that is going to be challenging for upper body exercises. So that's things like, um, you know, uh, dumbbell shoulder press, dumbbell rows, um, dumbbell floor press, that kind of thing. Generally speaking, unless you're an absolute beginner, you're going to have to have quite a big difference in weight between those two pairs of dumbbells because most people who've been training a while are going to have a big difference between what they can goblet squat and what they can do a shoulder press with. So you need to have at least two pairs of dumbbells. They are a little bit expensive, but if you can't afford the barbell, that's going to be the next best thing to get. I would skip kettlebells. Um, I don't really believe the kettlebells offer anything better or even different to a dumbbell. And if anything, they're actually worse. I think they're unnecessarily awkward. Um, it's very hard to do a pressing movement with a kettlebell. Um, it can kind of pinch against the bones on the back of some people's wrists um it makes it quite hard to actually do the movement um i just think that they're awkward to hold and uh they're a little bit of a fad uh, anything to do with russians seems to get people um throwing money but um i would go for a dumbbell over a kettlebell at least two pairs when the challenge is lower and upper body and if you wanted to you could get a third pair that would be a lot lighter which would allow you to do certain shoulder exercises like lateral raises 
reverse flies, uh, pec flies. But if you already have some weight plates um, that are, say, two and a half kilos, five kilos, that's going to be able to achieve the same thing. So don't worry about getting the lighter pair of dumbbells if you are uh, looking to save on a bit of money. Okay, and then the last piece of equipment that I would recommend getting, I would put this at number four if you um, already have the bar. This would be the bench, okay? So it doesn't have to be a flat bench. It could be a bench that adjusts to go incline and stuff like that. Um, there are positives and negatives to both of those, but, um, having the bench is worthwhile because it's going to allow you to do a bench press, obviously. Um, I think the bench press is important enough as an exercise that it warrants saving the money to buy a bench. Um, the bench press is really for, for my money the only um, efficient way of training horizontal pushing strength. Yes, push-ups do the same thing. Um, yes, there are dumbbell bench presses and things like that. But if you try to progress those things for the long term, you start running into problems like stability, um, like being able to effectively load weight onto the movement. And the bench press solves all of those issues because you're using a bar which is stable and you can slide weights on very easily and the bench allows you to be locked in nice and tight. If you get a good bench, it's tremendous for your shoulders. It allows you to really lock your shoulders back and when you take the weight out on a competition bench, it feels like you're literally being pressed into the floor, which is what you want on a bench press. You don't want to be loose. You want to feel like your body is sunk back and as you press the bar, it's as if you're pressing your body away from the bar. So you're pressing yourself down and back into the bench. Now, look, I understand if you don't want to splash the extra bit of cash on a competition bench. They aren't cheap. I think from um, a brief bit of research I did, they're upwards of 150 euro. And I know that that is not an inexpensive piece of equipment. But if you're serious about bench pressing... I think that it's invaluable. Um, as I was saying, when it comes to flat benches or the incline benches, you definitely don't want to get one of those incline benches that's welded in place, okay, where it's stuck at the incline. That's really stupid. Um, I don't know why companies do that um, because it means then that you can only do inclines. If you're going to get a bench that is different than the flat bench, it should be one of the ones that can be adjusted either to decline, flat, or incline. Um, the drawbacks of those is that the design for most, the, most of them that I've seen tends to be a little bit almost less safe. Um, the more moving parts that you introduce into a piece of equipment, um, inherently the less stable it's going to be. If I'm training by myself um, in my shed or whatever at home, I don't want to be using a bench that's got all these fiddly little screws and stuff that I have to adjust underneath me when I am holding a good bit of weight in my arms. So I like to just get a regular flat bench um, that's just made of a few solid pieces of metal, 
you don't have to worry about any weird stuff happening when you're training by yourself. Um, so that is all five pieces of equipment that I would recommend. Um, as I said, the most important out of all of those is going to be the barbell and the plates, the collars. Then after that, you want to go for the rack. Then after that, I would go for gymnastics rings so you can perform some accessory exercises like your pull-ups and your rows and your dips. Um, if you're not able to afford a bar, I would go for dumbbells, at least two pairs, one challenging for lower body, one for upper body. Um, and then last would be the bench at number five. If you do have a bar, I would prioritize the bench over the dumbbells and the bench does not have to be an expensive one, but if you do have the money to get a proper competition bench, then I would go for it. All right. Now to the matter of how you would get this equipment. So, um, full disclosure, I'm not being paid by any of these companies. Um, I would love sponsorship, but I don't have any from any of them. Uh, they're great companies. I have used at least one piece of equipment from all of them before. Uh, and I know other people who have bought equipment from them before and have had only good things to say. So I think you should reward companies that do a good job, especially in the fitness industry, which is so um, awash with bullshit and bullshit merchants. So reward the people who are doing a good job. Um, I'm going to go with the Irish ones first um, and then ones from outside of Ireland. So first would be D8 Fitness. They are located on Cork Street, I believe. Um, you can order online from them. They have a walk-in shop as well. Um, they would be a good place to go to. Uh, you've also got Strength Shop. Uh, Strength Shop have an Irish website. I don't know if they have a physical premises in Ireland, but they have an online shop and um, they're another good one. We've also got Irish Lifting. Um, Irish Lifting were the ones that I recommended for uh, getting the plates, cheap and cheerful plates. Um, those would be the Irish ones. Then you've got Rogue. Uh, Rogue have a European store. Um, Rogue is not cheap, but they do make very good quality equipment. Um, and then last but not least would be Elite FTS. The main downside of Elite FTS is that they're based in America. I don't know what the story is with shipping costs from them or um, the amount of time it would take to ship from America, but I would imagine it would be a good bit longer. Um, but they make very, very good quality equipment that is made by people who've actually trained um, and competed to a high level. Okay, so that's D8 Fitness, Strength Shop, Irish Lifting, Rogue Europe, and Elite FDS. Those would be the places I would recommend looking for if you're deciding to get any of this equipment. Um, bear in mind that, unfortunately, everybody is having the idea of building a little home gym all at the same time because of the predicament we're all in. So don't be surprised if you go onto these websites and they are out of stock. Um, 
Most of them should have an option though for you to sign up to get an email alert of when stuff is back in stock again. Um, and the other thing that you can look for, um, which is really an unfortunate thing, is that a lot of gyms are probably going to be closing as a result of the COVID-19 quarantine and business restrictions that have been brought in. Um, a lot of gyms live month to month and really depend on the monthly membership. So I would imagine a lot of them are gonna run out of business and a lot of them are going to be looking to sell off their equipment on the cheap. So keep your eyes peeled on message boards and buy and sell websites and you could get some stuff for cheap um some bulk packages of weights and things like that the gyms are trying to get rid of quickly okay that is the end of episode two hope you enjoyed it uh still don't really have a clue what i'm doing with this whole podcast thing but if you have any ideas for future topics um or you just want to make fun of me or something send me a comment and i'll be happy to get back to you all right talk to you next time guys hope you found that helpful